Hey, what's going on, motivators? Good evening, it's uh, Dr. Drill. Welcome back to Making Motivation. Pretty good day. I was, uh, I started, had my first day of uh, back teaching for the semester. And it was great, got a nice new crew of motivators. Everybody seems excited to be uh, learning about anatomy and physiology. Most of them are second year students now in the nursing program, so they know me. We went through the first installment of the course, A&P 1. I know them or have a loose familiarity. Essentially, I know that they can show up and learn and appreciate the content, do well, not cause me any trouble. And it was a very successful morning there. Then he went to the office, got a bunch of shit done, and heading home now. I'm trying to uh, work on my time management a little bit better. I mean, I feel like I I do a lot is is part of it. Right? I do an awful lot. And so when you're busy at the office, you've got patients calling to come in for treatment, well, they're going to need to be there. They're going to have you there till 7, 30, 8 o'clock at night. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing to be helping people, to be there for folks, to be getting paid, to, uh, to care. I've talked about that in the past. I really enjoy that. But I got to figure out how to, you know, just kind of provide a solution, however I possibly can. Just take a little bit of the workload off. Work smarter, not harder. Try not to spend so much time in the office, or so much. Do so much for so many that my cup doesn't runneth over. Is that realistic? Sometimes I feel like um, there are a million outstretched hands, fingers splayed, people that just want your attention. And listen, it's a good thing. I, I, I'm probably addicted to feeling needed, to helping, you know? And I enjoy that. I enjoy being there for people. It's, it's a very healthy addiction, I think. very fulfilling and I'm fortunate to be able to do that for a living to care for a living but sometimes you're just beyond you know you got your schedule in front of you and the next thing you know you're getting all kinds of communications from people email Facebook text you may want your attention maybe it's your mom reaching out, telling you about some sort of news or some sort of stress or somebody else that wants you, wants your ear about something and man, I, I want to be there for everybody or everybody who's, who I deem worthy, who I'd like to help, but, um, you know, at some point you gotta, you gotta draw the line because as I've said before, you can give to the point where it t- starts to take from you. 
Like you don't have the resource, only so much resources to go around. So yeah, I'm trying to get better at that because, you know, as we get busy and we have these commitments, you start to ask yourself, well, how busy do I need to be? What am I looking for out of life? What is really important? And I would like to be home by, man, it'd be great to be home by 7 o'clock. But it's not so realistic because people get off of work at 5 or 6 or whatever. They might want to see you at that time. Some people, that's the only time they can get over to see you. So when other people are getting off of work, that's my opportunity to take care of them. I talked to a friend of mine who's a doctor. And uh, he's my doctor. And he said, well... what you need to do now that you that you're you know you're doing well you're busy and all that you need to just say listen these are my hours and how many nights are you staying there and I'm there three nights a week four nights a week till eight o'clock eight thirty those are some long fucking days so that's not something that I want to do forever you know so we'll have to see. Maybe we could have a long night. We'll look at the schedule. How could it be manipulated? So that, you know, we'd see new patients on this particular day. And this will be our late night. And, for instance, Friday. We shouldn't be there till 8 o'clock, 8.30 on Friday night. It seems like a lot of people want to be there on a Friday, though. You know, at the end of the week, long, hard week, get adjusted, get taken care of, get pampered. So, it's it's a problem that I, I definitely want to solve. And I'm going to work on it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm open for suggestions. Trying to build a better mousetrap, trying to be work a little bit um, smarter, not harder. What else? What was motivating about today? Let me think about that. Oh, I talked to a friend, one of my patients. She's pretty cool. Uh, first of all, I was talking to this, this one dude, and his son and his son's wife, I guess they're young, and they're going to drive around, they're going to travel all around the country. They saved up their money for the past couple of years, and they're going out, and they're going to experience America. And I thought, wow, that is a tremendous thing. And we're, we're talking about you know, the way, uh, how... Our nation, you know, we're such a great nation, and we're such we're we love to work. We're just really proud of our of working, and working hard, and working harder than the next guy, and making more money, and being more successful. It's been a big part of about uh, of being American. 
has been our, our zeal for work, our enthusiasm for working hard and making a living, putting food on the table. And, you know, it's a very important thing to do, obviously. Sometimes we take work a little bit more serious than, than we need to. We, we work harder than we need to. Sometimes people work themselves to death. And uh, it made me think of Fred Flintstone, you know, the Flintstones cartoon back in the day where he would just, the pterodactyl would, whistle would blow and off they would go to the, him and Barney would go to the friggin' quarry and do their work and bust their ass and then they would come home and their wife would have food on the table and everything, kids would be there waiting to see daddy and all that shit. That was actually a simpler life. Now, he was busting his ass, Fred Flintstone, which, once again, is is part of Americana. It's a big part of our life is work. But Fred Flintstone was busting his ass, but he, he, you know, his, his wife stayed home. And that's an entire additional topic, right? The fact that both spouses pretty much have to work these days in America, it's changed the way we function, changed the way we do business and we... Um, the way that American life uh, is both parents working and so it's an interesting thing it's a very interesting phenomenon I was thinking about this guy this young couple that has the opportunity to travel the country before they have a family and you know their life gets so complicated that you can't Because, listen, I would love to do something like that. I would love to travel all over the country. And I was talking with another patient about doing this. Um, You know, like, where could you go? What kind of job could you have that would allow you to uh, work from home, work remotely? This woman was a teacher, and we were talking about what, what type, of, type of profession would that be permitted? And you know, she's like, oh, yeah, you could do it. You could do what you do anywhere. I'm saying, what are you talking about? I have a practice here that's... I, I have a, a, a physical practice and a physical trade that I utilize using my hands to manipulate people's physical body. And so, I can't pick up and go anywhere. I mean, I could go get licensed in, say, Alaska or Hawaii or wherever the fuck I wanted to. But I'd have to start from scratch. I'd have to build a business. So, we're talking about these various types of jobs. What could you do where you earned a good living from home, from a computer, since we're so tech-savvy these days. And that's interesting. Imagine if you could could live the RV lifestyle, get yourself like a small RV or even a conversion van or something like that and drive all over the country and you can stop and pick up an internet hotspot and and do all your work. I mean, I'm connected via my phone right now. I can control my office computer. 
I can send and receive documents, field phone calls, I can do everything. So what what can I use my brain to do? A job that I could do remote and still go off and have adventures every day and not be strapped to a chair, right? Think of how many people, like this is what we've done. 50 years ago, everybody had their factory job, right? Whether it was a paper mill or making, putting together widgets or assembling things, whatever. You know, that, that, that's what you did. You went to the factory and you freaking turned a wrench. Or you put, took boxes off of conveyor belts and put them on the goddamn shelf. Some people still do that, but less and less in this country. The third world now does a lot of those jobs, right? Because they're fucking hard jobs, man, that break people down over time. So, who wants to do that shit, really? Like, you really want your manufacturing jobs back, Americans? Sure, if you had nothing else, you'd love it, but let's be real honest, we'd much rather be sitting in front of a computer or doing something that's easier on our bodies. So, I had those conversations. I thought that they were pretty cool. Made me ponder. Also, on the travel note, the young couple that's traveling the country thought about how we learn about different parts of the country and different foods and stuff. And, you know, the Food Network's done a really good job with that. So, it made me think of uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives, where you learn about the food, but not only that, you learn about a community and the people that are making the food and, and how they can, you know, insert a little bit of love, that's a special ingredient, right, in their soup or their cheesesteak or whatever, they're making it with love, it's something that they created, beyond the taste and the chemistry of of culinary, Um, I remember Anthony Bourdain, I, I like to watch his his series Parts Unknown. I used to watch his, um, Anthony Bourdain, what was it, No Reservations. That was good. He always had a cool way about him, real interesting guy. And so, I guess that's what's on my mind right now. Having spoken and discussed these things with my patients. Life, work, balance, people, travel, That's one thing that I think I would really like to do is just at some point while I still have my faculties and my physicality and the interest to travel and have an experience. And I'm going to start doing that on um, start really planning these family vacations that allow us to go and see Maine or Alaska or Hawaii or Stonehenge or whatever the fuck, man. Plan these things. I want to go to Arches National Park. I want to go to Moab in Utah. I want to go to Sedona, Arizona. I want to see the Redwoods and the Pacific Coastal Highway. And a thousand other things, cool places and things to visit in America to really experience and see 
you know, what this country has to offer. And I imagine I'll see a lot of things that are very similar about American life, but also see some cool stuff beyond tourist traps that, uh, that I think I would find interesting. And how to do all that, you know, as I'm talking to a, uh, a man who's a father who's probably 60 years of age, I'm talking to this gentleman who, you know, he's, he's older and he's raised his family and he's got his job still and he's, he could probably go out and do, and he would retire someday, he could probably have some adventures, but that he's watching as his son is going on these voyages. This, this grand adventure. How cool is that, right? That his, and I said, you're going to live vicariously through your son. Listen, not that the, the older, the, the father, whose son is in his 20s, not that he can't do it himself. But it just seems like once you get in a groove, and this, I'm bringing it full circle with the time management thing, once you get in a groove and you've got people who require you, require your attention. I mean, I've got people who, and I'm thankful for it, they, they need my help. And I, you know, I couldn't be happier about that. However, it sure would be nice to not have to worry about anything. And sometimes I feel like it would be cool having <clears throat> some job. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've never done anything that I haven't really loved and been passionate about. Does that make me... I, I mean, that's an accomplishment, I think. I, I, I consider that an accomplishment. It's a good thing. But... I mean, so I'm saying is that I could never, I would never want to be doing some bullshit that I hated just to make a wage to travel the country. You know, I would miss, I think, I would miss my patience and I would miss the work that I do and the people that are in my life. They're all very special. So what it's more than likely going to be in the short term, it is going to be planning some really nice travel and vacations and a lot of fun with the family as the kids are growing and having these experiences and not things and saving my money and and planning for a time when I can really go on a freaking walkabout you know me and Mandy we can go on uh, maybe when we retire we'll just hop in the car or get a little RV and just freaking drive, man. How awesome would that be? So, starting to dream, starting to think about these things. And I believe it's a good thing. I'm going to be 44 this year. And it's motivating to me to really look at where I'm at in life. You know, this has been, the last decade has been a grind. It's been working hard, you know, paying bills, raising a family, 
and with the kids entering their teens, I'm going to be at it for another, you know, another 10 years. And it's a labor of love, but I, I want to, during this period of time, it's a very special period of time, I want to squeeze as much fun in as we possibly can and say, remember we did that? Remember how about when we did that? You know, remember we went on that ad a special adventure? Wasn't that great? And I think that to look back on all that and those experiences is going to be really important to me and the family. So that's my plan. I know I'm just talking out loud, but I, I'm sure some of you feel the same. And uh, if you got any pointers on time management and uh, following of dreams and planning uh, adventures, then reach out to me. I'd like to hear what you have to say. Some of you that are listening, I know you already have done some of this shit and you've been inspiring. So thank you very much. Everybody have a great night.